Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom afternoon, people of God. Shalom afternoon, church. Please, I believe we are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Wow. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, myself and my family, we are all doing well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
God bless you and keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you, son. May the Lord honor you and grant you divine grace. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you, son. Richard, listen. God bless you. My son, Dave, God bless you. Apostle of God, may the Lord increase you even in his anointing. In Jesus' name, my daughter Francesca, God bless you and grant you divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Sami Afari, God bless you in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Mrs. Consuela, God bless you. God bless you, man of God. My son, the pastor George, God bless you. Lady Pastor Becklin, God bless you. Beck Dag, hey Becky, God bless you. Where have you been? It's been ages. God bless you and increase you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Fali Fafa, God bless you. Very soon you will sing a glorious song and a beautiful song of thanksgiving. Fafa, get ready for God's favor in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Wow. Begdad, God bless you. My regards to me. Why is it that it looks like your soul is moving around Ghana? Are you planning to come to Ghana or you are in Ghana? What? Begdad, you are in Ghana. And you didn't even tell me that you are in Ghana. Hey, so for mommy. You see, say, we have arrested you. Oh, okay, you came for your husband's ordination. Wow, that's great. That's great. My regards to the prophet of God. My regards to him. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you, Becky. May the Lord increase you in his grace and anointing. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, can you all hear me, please? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. 
I want to welcome all of you to this afternoon's session of the Lunch Prayer Fire Experience. God bless you, my son, the Royal Daquette Prince. God bless everybody. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. And um, myself, my wife, and my entire family, um, we wish everybody a fishyapa, great one. A beautiful and awesome Afishiapa. Hallelujah. And um, we know that the grace of God that is at work on this altar will work greater miracles for you even as you prepare into the year 2023. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. A year by this time, we know and we believe. We do not just wish. We know and believe that God would increase his people in his anointing. He will cause us to achieve greater things for his kingdom, not for ourselves. A year by this time, we will love God more than we love him now. A year by this time, God would have worked on that character inside us that does not correspond to his beauty. A year by this time, God will open the heavens above us. A year by this time, you will not regret knowing the Lord. A year by this time, you will become a better person by the workings of the Holy Ghost. A year by this time, all those sinful acts that used to pull you down in destiny will be a thing of the past. A year by this time, when we are talking of men that love God and have given their bodies as living sacrifices, you will be counted among those people. A year by this time, you will boast that you know the Lord and not just that you have acquired material possessions. A year by this time, all men will know that you love God. A year by this time, it will be easy for you to obey the Holy Ghost. Year by this time, your life will not be a mess as a result of following your flesh and your emotions. A year by this time, you will become a better version of yourself by the workings of the Holy Spirit. And a year by this time, everything that you need to push you further in destiny would have been released into your hands. In the name of Jesus, for we decree and declare that the glory of the Lord will be made manifest in our lives. A year by this time, we shall sing the song of the Lord. A year by this time, those of you believing God for the fruit of the womb, you will be dancing even with the songs of the Lord. You will be like David. The Davidic oil will be upon your life. A year by this time, grace would increase in the lives of God's people in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Amen Hallelujah I'm so excited I'm very very excited for what God is doing even in our lives and even in the coming year Hallelujah I believe strongly that it's, it's actually going to be an awesome experience, even in the presence of the Lord. People of God, congratulations. Congratulations. 
congratulations in jesus precious mighty name amen all right god bless you before we lift our voices in prayer the lord has laid something on my heart to share with all of us concerning the year 2023 and i want to help all of us receive this wisdom from the spirit hallelujah so that we can lay hold of what god has for us in the year 2023 in the mighty name of the lord jesus amen i told you that the year 2023 actually when you look in the clear books of god it is a year of great strength and it is actually a year of great wealth don't forget these things it is a year where god is going to bless the church with uncommon wealth god will open a dimension of wealth unto the church there is going to be manifestation of god's kingdom power in the church the year 2023 is blessed with gold when you look in the spirit the year is adorned with gold and gold in the spirit realm actually speaks of wealth and it also speaks of earthly glory now hear me god is going to release great wealth on his people take note of this every single year that god has purposed even to do mighty things for his people in one way or the other the kingdom of darkness will pick a glimpse of what god wants to do in the stars and once they pick the glimpse of what god wants to do they also set ambushment against god's people take note they cannot destroy what god wants to do but they find ways and means to prevent us from experiencing them are you getting it so god wants to give you a gift the devil has seen the gift there is nothing he can do to that gift but he finds ways and means to make sure that the recipient of that gift does not receive the gift so the problem is not with god neither is it the gift but the recipient this is the reason why many people say a whole lot of things that they want to achieve even in the year to in in every new year people plan people even hear prophecies of what god wants to do for them and those prophetic words sound amazing but they almost get to the end of the year without receiving anything 
What is the problem? It is not God. Neither is it what God has planned to do for you. But you, the recipient of what God wants to do. That is the reason why I want you to take note of this. You need more workings on yourself than any other thing. Are you listening to me? You need more workings on yourself than any other thing. And take note of what I'm about to say. In the coming year, if there is any prayer you will have to pray, it is to change yourself. Not to ask for material things because the year is already blessed with these things. And when you work on yourself, and the prayer you are praying changes your character. Helpers will locate you. You will not locate them. Are you following? And please, I want to help you with this. Anytime we enter into a new year, Please, and please again, create time for yourself and God. Only yourself and God. Sometimes for the first three days in the new year, make sure you are hiding. This is not the time to be going, Charlie, we are chilling, it is New Year, you, 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 Charlie, you. There is no Charlie here. I'm trying to help you with wisdom for the coming year. Many of us fail because we actually don't know what God has purposed for us in the coming year. And the problem is this, you don't even know, you see, you don't even believe that God can reveal to you his plans concerning your life for the new year. You don't even believe that. You think you can only hear it from the mouth of a prophet. You see, that is not how things are supposed to be. The Holy Spirit is in you. Allow him to minister to you. Don't block your ears from, from hearing what the Holy Ghost is saying and only listening to what a prophet says. I'm not saying what the prophet is saying is, is not right, but be careful. Are you listening to me? When it comes to a prophet prophesying, this is why I keep telling you this that the main work of a prophet is not for him to prophesy and it is also possible for somebody to prophesy and not be a prophet a prophet is a dimension of god you remember when abraham moved to egypt with his wife sarai the bible said Abimelech took 
Sarah to his room. He did not even touch her, but in a dream, God appeared to Abimelech and said unto him, You are but a dead man. Go and give that man's wife to him, and he will pray for you, for he is a prophet. God said, Abraham is a prophet. How many prophecies did Abraham give? Where was it written in the Bible that Abraham was prophesying? Who did he prophesy to? But God called him a prophet. That means to be a prophet is actually far away from prophesying. A prophet can prophesy. But that does not, prophesying does not validate somebody's prophetic office. Are you listening to me? Some of you don't want to hear this. If you're a young prophet and you don't listen to what I'm telling you, you frustrate your own life in the years to come. Take note of these things. Oh. Everybody can carry a prophetic gift because it is a gift of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is within every human being, every Christian. Every Christian is carrying the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost can lead you, can give you these giftings. So there are certain people whose ministry is in the prophetic, but they are not called to be prophets. But they prophesy in the body of Christ. Are you following? So there is who a prophet is and there is who the one who prophesies actually also is. Don't confuse yourself. Every believer can prophesy but not every believer is a prophet. When God calls prophets at certain points he is manifesting a dimension of himself maybe to a family maybe to a nation maybe to a particular church maybe to the whole world so it depends on the audience that god wants to reveal his dimension to that he sends a prophet to so there are certain prophets who are only prophets to a particular family they are prophets but God is revealing his dimension through that prophet's life to one family. Some of them too are prophets of a particular nation. So when you look at the story of the prophet they call Hosea, he was a prophet who God used his life to demonstrate the relationship between he, God and his people Israel. So during the period where the Israelites was, were worshipping idols, God was married to Israel, but Israel was serving other gods. It was called adultery to God because how come my wife is sleeping with another man? It is also called fornication. 
it is also called idolatry so when god called the prophet he said i'm going to use you your whole life as a prophet to be a function of what is actually happening between israel and myself so god told the prophet to go and marry a prostitute so whatever the relationship between the prophet and the prostitute was was actually god trying to portray to the children of israel that that is the relationship between me and you now that's a very serious thing that god calls you in your whole life is telling a story of a particular thing that's a serious thing that's that's what a prophet is <laughs> that is why it is not easy to be a prophet But it is easy to grow in the gift and start prophesying. Hallelujah. All that I'm trying to say is that the Holy Spirit is in you. He speaks. Yes, He is in you. He is not only in the prophet. And it is the responsibility of the prophet to train you to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And that's the best thing you can ever get in this life that you can hear from the holy ghost and you have made up your mind to obey whatever he tells you that's the greatest gift ever the greatest gift ever because in this life if you can't hear from god you're like a dead man are you following and you don't only hear from God from the mouth of a prophet. No. It, it, that happens. But there is the Holy Ghost inside you. That should teach you ways. Sometimes, you see, that's when the Holy Ghost is inside a man. When the man yields himself to the Spirit. The Spirit takes every dimension of the man to speak to him. So he can even use your emotions to speak to you. See, there are times you are about to travel to a place. All of a sudden, the moment you sit in the car, it looks you feel so bad, you feel so restless, and you don't even know what to do. You start sweating all of a sudden. Sometimes the Holy Ghost is ministering to you that you are not supposed to be in this car. And if you obey and you get out of the car, you will see the deliverance of the Lord. You see. He did not open your eyes to tell you that see a vision, this car will get an accident, so get down. You did, you, did, you did not hear it that way. He did not speak into your ears audibly that get down from the car, it will have an accident. He did not speak through a prophet, but he spoke to you through your emotions. So you see, we yield every part of ourselves to the Holy Ghost because he can speak through every dimension of our being but if we decide to only hear from a prophet all these parts of you become numbed you will never hear anything from that and when a prophet is not around you your life will become a mess and this is what some other prophets are doing making you look like without them you cannot live and because you are also focusing on that, that is how your life has become. 
You see? So please, there are certain issues that might be higher than your strength at that present level that you would need somebody higher in the faith to talk to for that person to help. That is fine, beautiful. That is why God has anointed some men. Because, because we are lacking this ability to hear God, we put ourselves in a whole lot of troubles. So if God says that, eh, let the Holy Ghost in you help you come out of the trouble, some of you, you might even die in that trouble. Because of that, he has anointed certain men. Can you hear me, please? Good. Because of our level in our spiritual state, we bring a whole lot of troubles to ourselves. And if God is waiting for you to grow spiritually to take away those troubles, some of you might even die in the trouble. That is why God has anointed certain men specially to make sure that that anointing will break troubles from the lives of people. But after the anointing has broken the trouble, these people are supposed to teach you to grow. Because there are certain troubles, when you grow, they will not come to you again. So there are certain problems and troubles in life. You don't really need solutions to solve them. Because if you solve them today, they will come again tomorrow. But if you have grown spiritually, these will be things of the past. Are you, are, you getting, are you getting my point? Good. So learn these things. Some people, when they go, any kind of marriage they enter into, they, it will end in divorce. Sometimes it is not because of a certain spirit or which. It is because they have decided not to do away with certain bad character. And so long as they keep those kind of character within them, they can even get Jesus. They will run away from him. You see? So at that point, it is not, you don't need the man of God to say, I break every spirit of divorce. No. You are the one causing the issue. You need to grow. Are you following? When a child grows, walking is not a problem. But when the child is like seven months, walking becomes a big problem. Some of them will try to stand, they will fall. So it is a problem because they have not grown. But when they grow, it will no longer be a problem. There are certain things that have become problems in your life because you have not grown. And if you continue to stay at the level where you are, these problems will not be solved. You remove them today by the anointing, they will come back tomorrow. You remember what Jesus said? When a spirit is cast out of a man, when a demon or any spirit 
is casted out of a man. It will go through dry places looking for a place where it will dwell. But when it doesn't get any place, it will come back. And the Bible said, when he comes back and meet the place empty. Empty. That means that even when demons are casted out of somebody, the place that is vacant now must be filled. If the person doesn't fill that place with a godly spirit, the demon will come back. But the Bible said this time around, when he's coming, he's not coming alone. He will come with other seven demons that are much more wicked than him. And they will come and live in the person. And the current state of the person is worse than before. Wow. People of God, I want to help you. Put a lot of measures in place. Don't make those mistakes you made in 2022 in the year 2023. Are you listening to me? Don't make those mistakes again. Now hear me. The Bible speaks of something called the, the presence of sin. The presence of sin. You remember what God told Cain after he killed Abel. He said, sin is at your doorstep. Be watchful so that you can conquer it. Ah, so even after killing Abel, sin was at his doorstep and God gave him the chance to conquer sin, but he couldn't. There is something called the presence of sin. Nobody sins within a second at once. But no, there is an atmosphere that drags men into these things. If you keep yourself in that atmosphere, you will fall. Are you following? If you keep yourself in that atmosphere, you will fall. So the best way even to run away from sin is not to entertain what will lead you to the sin. Don't entertain that. A young lady wants to call you on video call. 11.30 p.m. And you say, oh, no problem, you can call. Know what? It will start today. You make the call. Tomorrow, it will happen again. Within the next two weeks, you have fallen down flat. Now, you already know what to do because you have lost something precious, even without your knowledge. I beg you, listen to me. Hey, Holy Ghost is willing to help us. Are you listening to me? Make up your mind by the help of the Spirit. Next year, 2023, I'm not entertaining some people. It, it does not mean you hate them because you know very well that certain people, if you continue to work with them, Oh, you will always fall. If you continue to work with them, you will not find anything wrong with flirting with people's wives. You will not find anything wrong with flirting with people's husbands. 
There are certain people, some of you listening to me, you were very much afraid of sexual immorality until you became a friend of Ajua Mansa. Ajua Mansa makes sexual immorality something that is nothing. And when she pushed that kind of idea into your mind, you also, you lost fear for sin. By the time you realized, you were also doing these things. If you had pushed Ajua Mansa out of your life, you would have been in a certain perfect state of your life. Amen. Are you listening to me? Eh? Sometimes, if we are not careful, the way things will happen in life, it will look like God is against us. It will look like who? Can I say this? About 95% of the problems that come to us, about 95% of the problems that come to us as men come from sinful acts. Don't forget what I'm telling you. About 95% of the problems that come to us as men comes as a result of sin. If you are able to receive the help of the Spirit and do away with sin, I'm telling you the truth of God's word. You will not pray for some things. Are you listening to me? You will not pray for some things. This is what they have not told you. What I'm telling you is a spiritual thing. And listen to it carefully. Because anytime we sin, we open the door. So Paul said, be angry, but do not sin. Do not give a place to the devil. So anytime we sin, a place is being prepared for the devil. Because the guy is not sitting at one place. He's ro- just roaming about. Seeking whom he may devour. And who is the one that he devours? The one who has given himself to sin. So the Bible said, John made a very beautiful and profound statement. He said, In the book of 1 John, chapter 5, verse 18, listen to this verse carefully. 1 John, chapter 5, verse 18. John said, We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. The New Living Translation says, 
we know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning. Did you hear that? We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning. For God's son holds them securely and the evil one cannot touch them. Take note. The King James says, For we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. So you see, there is a dimension where you get to the devil cannot touch you. What is that dimension? When a man keeps himself and he does not continue in the practice of sin. That means that if you keep yourself in the practice of sin, you allow the wicked one to touch you. This thing was known. Amen. Everybody's destiny has something we call a hedge that God himself has built around. Everybody's destiny has what we call a hedge. And the hedge is like a fence that God has built. I told you yesterday that in destiny, there are seven main dimensions of destiny. Did I tell you that? Good. I made mention of health. I made mention of prosperity. I made mention of joy. I made mention of wealth. Now, all these parts of your life have what we call a hedge. That hedge is the protective wall that God has built around all these parts of your life. And take note of this. Around the hedge, there is a serpent. When you read in the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 10, when the devil met God and he wanted to go and attack the life of Job, God said, fine, you can go. But when the devil went to Job, he couldn't do anything because the hedge was intact. So the devil came back to God and said, ah, haven't you surrounded him with a fence on all sides around his house and around all that he owns? Around even the chicken in the house of Job, there was a fence around the chicken. The devil could not touch. My goodness. Even the chicken. You cannot even go to the Job's house and kill a mouse there because the mouse was heavily protected. Hmm. What happened? Because the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 1, the Bible said, There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright. Did you hear that? Perfect and upright. And one that feared God and hated evil. This is what God, this is what caused Job to have this kind of hedge or face intact. 
He was perfect and upright. He feared God and he hated evil. Oh. Let me tell you. If you fear God, you hate evil and you make up your mind to walk uprightly, there will be a certain hedge that will automatically be built around everything that you own. Everything, including his livestock. Are you following? Now, around every hedge, so the hedge around your health, there is a serpent. Close to that hedge, what he's waiting for is for you to break that hedge. Once you break it, he will enter and bite. So your hedge around every area of your life must be intact. So Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 8, the Bible said, He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it, and whoso breaketh an hedge, the serpent shall bite. If you break the hedge, there is a serpent. He said, He who makes a hole for others will himself go into it. And for him who makes a hole through a wall, the bite of a snake will be a punishment. So that your wall which is around your finances, which is around your health, which is around your joy, which is around your prosperity. Don't create any hole in it. Don't break the wall. Because if you do, the bite of a snake will be a punishment. Many of us created holes in the walls over our health. Do not fornicate. You went ahead to do it. Now gonorrhea has come. You don't know what to do. You are not saying, Lord, help me. You see, don't, don't get troubles for yourself. Are you listening to me? This, many people don't like this kind of message. They don't like it. They want the prophet to say, Ah, God is going to bless you. Ah, the year 2023, I tell you somebody, it is going to be a year of great blessing. Then you say, Amen. The moment they leave the church, they are going to sleep on somebody's bed. And we are still expecting the blessing. It is not that God is not blessing you. You have created a certain hole in that hedge. And the serpent has entered. Somebody's marital life that had a beautiful hedge of protection around. The person went to sleep with another guy who she is not married to and broke the hedge. Now the serpent entered and attacked her marriage. This thing happened over seven years ago. Now the person wants to marry. There is a problem. The person wants to marry you problem has started all because she broke the hedge over her marriage now there are certain people's marriages it looks like the devil has full control full control now, can I say something here maybe some evangelistic people would not want to hear it but I want to tell you the truth Let's say you are a Christian. You have fornicated. Will you go to hell? No. 
I know many people will fight me because of this thing I'm telling you. You will not. What took you away from hell? Because you were already there. You were already dead. Wallowing in hell. Jesus came to die to save us. The moment we believed in him, he moved us from hell. He registered us in heaven. Are you listening to me? So you as a child of God, why is it that after you have believed in Jesus and you have become a citizen of heaven, Jesus is still telling you through his servants that you should not fornicate, you should not sin, you should not do this. Why? It is not about heaven matter. And it is not about the fact that you will go to hell if you do so. But what life can be unto you on this earth by you doing these things? You would, you would even wish that you are dead and gone. I keep telling her, don't let anybody deceive you. Are you listening to me? Don't let anybody deceive you. Hear the pure word of God. If you, there are many of us who just, our, our, our main focus is to go to heaven. Can you, can you hear me, please? I want to tell you the truth of God's word. Any man of God that tells you that if you're a Christian and you continue to sin, you go to hell, has not understood the gospel. I'm saying this. But the Bible says, if you continue to practice sin, what will happen is that the wicked one will touch you. That, is that not what the Bible said? 1 John 5, 18. The wicked one, he will touch you. You don't want the wicked one to touch you. You don't want the wicked one to touch you because he would want to sift you as wheat. Your life on earth will be so miserable but when you die, your soul will be captured in heaven. And even when you get to heaven, you will know that you have made a fool of yourself. Because when God is giving crowns to men for the works they did. You will receive none. You will be in ah, when read the Bible. People were in heaven, they were crying. They were crying whilst they were in heaven. Heaven is not the goal. Heaven is not the goal. We all as believers definitely will go to heaven. But heaven is not the goal. The main goal of our life is called glory. And that glory is at the pinnacle of the realms of the heavenlies. Are you listening to me? That is why the fact that you have, you see, when you enter into your church, the moment you enter the church, are you standing on the altar? You know that the altar is quite far from the main gate of the church. You can be in church and still not be on the altar. You can be in heaven and still not be before the Lord. Very possible. Don't let, you see, so if you are here and your whole life, me, I want to go to heaven, me, I want to go to heaven, you are living on a, on, on a weak revelation.
I remember a certain woman picked a, a fight with my mother many years ago. The woman was actually sleeping around with my mother's younger brother, who has a wife. When my mom saw that, my mom went straight to the woman and said, What you are doing is wrong. This, this is my brother. He has a wife. Why are you doing that? Be careful. Heaven is there. The woman started fighting my mom. She insulted my mom. I said, Heaven, me kope me ni anase, me kope me se waho. Se mwona 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 heavy bina mwona kwa mwona. Hey! I was there. On a Sunday morning, I was there when the woman said that. I said, Hey! She said, We see the bus say, me uncle no. O ben no mnoa mana e se e yino. People of God. Take note of this. Amen. Eh? It is possible that you are believing God for a traveling door. But in your bed, it's a birth certificate. It will be birth certificate. Two years. Two years. No birth set. Birth certificate that you can even use few hours to prepare. Two years old. It has not come. What is happening? That is birth How much more passport? Meanwhile, according to the plan of your destiny, you are supposed to travel in order to fulfill destiny. Now you are struggling. Do you know that it is possible that a certain sin you commit can allow the enemy to hold that? Do you know? You remember a time came, Jesus was walking with the disciples and they saw a, a blind man who was blind from birth. The moment they saw that, there was only one question they asked Jesus. Who sinned? Why in the year born? Because they know that sin can bring some of these things to people. That is why, if you want to understand some of these things, eh, eh, if you don't want your children to come and suffer in life, repent now. Because true repentance in your heart and in your mind can go a long way to affect your own children and their children's children positively. I'm telling you. True repentance. This is the deep mystery of what Jesus said. When God saves one, he saves him and his entire lineage. Because when a man repents and he saved, it affects his blood. And when you give birth to your children, you have actually passed your blood, your DNA to them. That DNA is a repented DNA. It will not carry the evil. Are you following? But if you have not repented and you keep giving birth to your children, they will definitely capture that same DNA unless they also fight to repent on their own. So if you don't want your children to suffer, repent. That is why we don't do things for ourselves only. We do it for our generations yet unborn. That's what I'm talking about. Because, because we are related to our parents by blood. Whatever they do is in the blood. 
And because we are also connected to them in blood, we will also suffer those things. This is what the fallen state of man brought. Because before we fell, we were not connected by blood. Our life source was from God's glory. But now, when we fell and we became flesh and blood, that is the theory of blood. The theory of blood is that blood does not appear in people. We, we take it from our predecessors. And because we take it from them, what is inside their blood would definitely be in our blood too. So if you don't want to carry what your parents carried, you need to repent. And repentance is the easiest way to change yourselves and your blood. That's the spiritual side. Repentance. I know a man of God, very popular. Very, very popular. He's still here, not dead. He can cut his skin, no blood will come out. He has done it several times to his before his pastors. They've seen it. Because of a certain dimensional level that God has lifted him to. I won't mention his name. Hallelujah. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace. <laughs> that was just by the way. I want to tell you it is a reality. According to history, when Paul was beheaded, blood did not come out of him. It was milk that came out of the body of Paul. Where did the blood go? How? Go and check Jewish history. Even physically. I remember when I was working at the hospital, at the lab, a certain man came. The man doesn't know what was about to happen. But when he came, the report was that we should take a sample of his blood and run um, liver function test. The man didn't know what we were going to do. So the moment the man came, he said, please sit down. We rolled his sleeves upwards and we tied his, his, you know, his hand with tourniquet. The vein appeared. We put in the needle. We did everything. We did not get any blood. Then the man said, what are you doing? He said, oh, according to the report, we are supposed to take a blood sample. He said, but you did not tell me. He said, oh, we are sorry. He said, okay, wait, I'm coming. Where is the washroom? We showed him the washroom. We went there. Less than a minute, he came back. He said, do it. We did it, and the blood came. <laughs> Akuvas, you are here, you need be there. My very eyes. I said, no, people are not people in this world again. The man has locked his blood. You can't just, see, these are people, you cut them with knives, no blood will come. You shoot them, the bullet will not enter. The question is, how come he became sick? Because he's still a human being. 
that is what many people don't know people will go and eat certain things into their their, their stomach so that when you shoot them they will, the bullet will not penetrate some people lock their blood but when because they are normal human beings when they fall sick problems will come so we do certain things without thinking about the future we are not wise hallelujah you see and in fact when we looked at when i saw the the request form of the man should i tell you where he's from <laughs> oh the man is from kleko agbozume Hmm, hmm. You know what we are talking. <laughs> you dear be there. I love my people. They are so they are they are so anointed. Exactly. <laughs> Big shout outs to all the Votarians here. Shalom to all of you. You are doing well. God bless you. Shalom. <laughs> Share. I'm trying to let you understand this. People of God. There is this mystery about sin that we have not taken notice of. Why is it that your father was a womanizer? Sometimes you, you see, you, they will give birth to you. You will not even, you, some of you will not even see your fathers. But wherever you are, when you grow, this womanizing thing will also start in you. How come? How possible is this? It is in the blood. It is inside the blood. And if it is not changed, you too, when you give birth, you have passed on your blood to your children. They will also carry it. That is why the first way to stop generational cases and bloodline patterns is called repentance. Repentance. When you genuinely repent, it affects your blood. I wish I can go deeper a little bit. Can I? When you look at the heart, the physical heart of a man, it is actually divided into two. We have the right ventricle and the left ventricle. And those of you who are scientists, you understand my point. You know what, what I'm talking about. One side pumps what we call oxygenated blood. That means blood that carries oxygen to all the tissues in your body. And when the tissues and the other part also carries deoxygenated blood that blood is the type of blood without oxygen now look take note of this oxygen is actually the part of you where your soul sits because the life of the soul is in the blood and it is not only inside 
all the dimensions of the blood in you. Are you following? Because right now, there are two main streams of blood flowing through you. The first one is oxygenated blood, which is blood that has oxygen. And the second one is deoxygenated blood, blood without oxygen. Now, the life of the soul is in the blood. And what is that? Oxygen. So your soul is at any place that oxygen is in your blood. That means that oxygenated blood actually carries dimensions of your soul. But deoxygenated blood does not carry that dimension. Are you listening to me? And when you look at the deoxygenated blood, it is the dimension of the blood that is carrying a whole lot of toxic things that must come out of the man. So, part of the deoxygenated blood will go straight into the kidney, the nephron and everything will work on it. Some of them, they will, it will go through filtration and some of them will come out as urine. That urine is not supposed to stay inside you because if it does, it is carrying toxins that can kill you. So it must come out. Are you listening to me? So even you, now you, you, yeah, that you are sitting here, yeah. If you decide, I will not go to the washroom. I will not go to the toilet. I will not go to urinate for three weeks. You can die. Even if no witch is killing you. <laughs> Do you know why you can die? It is because death is already working inside you. That is what Paul made mention of. Death is already inside you and the simplest form to see that death is in a man is in that blood called deoxygenated blood because oxygenated blood is the dimension of blood that has life deoxygenated blood is the part of the man's blood without life which is called death so inside you now you have life and death always rolling at the same time and all of these parts are inside one part of you called your heart. The scientists, those who are, who are into the visual arts people and the general arts people are not getting what we are talking about. The business people too. Sikasemsa, accounting, costing. <laughs> Meanwhile, these things are happening inside the BNC Casa. Money is good. Some of you till now you don't even know your weight. Eh? People are walking about show your weight, show your weight. 20 percent You will never pay and check your weight. You don't even you just say and far. <laughs> so relax if you are if you are not seeing top go back to your um integrated science teacher at least the general arts people you did in inter-science you did the circulatory system at least you know something 
Some of you, when you hear signs, you want to vomit. What is this? Mm, it is so disgusting. Anyhow, you know how disgusting. You see, you are disgusting. <laughs> Amen. So, you see, sometimes when you sit down and you look at your father, your father's father and his father, you look at the kind of life they are all living, you know that no. You see, your father actually spoke against his father. Because his father was into women, a whole lot of why is it that this, this, this? You, you actually saw your father fighting with your grandfather because your grandfather was womanizing. He died. Look at your father. You, right now, when you even look at your family, you have a lot of stepbrothers and sisters. Some of them you don't even know. Can't you see the same thing your father fought with your grandfather about is the same thing he did. You too, you are angry. You are fighting your father for that. Be careful. It is not fighting your father. <laughs> oh dear. If you are, if you don't stop this and repent genuinely, how this thing will happen? You will be shocked. Hallelujah. There are some of you listening to me. Your fa- your grandfather's married over three women. Your father too married two women. Some of you they even they just married only one person, but they have other children elsewhere. And you have seen some of you when you look at your mother, your, your aunties, it is it is like a trend. Everybody is following. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Look at the way facially cry. You look like your mother. Oh, they were here. Everybody, ah, you look like your mother, power. Hey! When you hear that, know that the, the blood, <laughs> the blood that is inside her. Is also at work in you. Don't joke. Huh? There are good things that your that is in your family lineage. Good things, and there are bad things. The good things manifest through the oxygenated blood. The bad things manifest through the deoxygenated blood. Fire prayer. Repent. Fire prayer. Are you following? These are things we, we sit down to work on them. I'm telling you. The Holy Ghost is willing. That is one of the reasons why the Holy Ghost is in you. And that's one of the reasons why we take the Holy Communion, the blood of Jesus. So that the character in that blood will kick off every evil character that has become a blood covenant in us which we got it from our family lineage. One of the reasons why we partake of the Holy Communion, the Eucharist, is to carry the very character of Christ and not that 
of our family people. Are you following? I'm saying all these long things to let you know that it is possible to become like Job in the times of old who was an upright man and because of that there was a hedge that was built around everything he had even including his livestock. If there is anything you should hate and fear in the year 2023, it is sin. Are you listening to me? You see, let me say this. The fact that you are flesh and blood alone is a trouble. <laughs> hmm? The fact that you are flesh and blood alone is a big trouble. Job said, in the book of Job 14 verse 1, he said, Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of troubles. He said, human beings born by women are short-lived and full of trouble." We that were born by women, we have few days. And the Bible said, those days too, they are full of troubles. Now, take note. The days are full of trouble because we were born by women. So the fact that you were born by a mother, that one alone tells you trouble will come. Why are you also sinning on top? Hmm? <coughs> Why are you also sinning on top? That you were born by a mother alone is full of trouble. And the Bible said when we continue to sin, the wicked one touches us. Hey, you're already in trouble. And the wicked one too is about to touch you again in Hey! That's a serious thing. God has anointed men to deliver us from some of these troubles and some of the touchings of the wicked one. But the thing is, we are not always supposed to stay there. Don't always enter into trouble for an anointing to save you. Are you getting it? It is because of these things that God has actually called some of us. God knows we are normal men. Because we are born by women, troubles will come. So he anointed our heads with a certain oil so that when troubles come, by that anointing on our heads, he can destroy those troubles. He has also anointed our heads with anointing in such a way that when we sin, and the wicked one touches us with evil things and troubles by that anointing he can deliver us but the thing is the best thing 
is to grow. When you grow in the things of God and you are not engaging in sin, you will realize that the enemy cannot torment your life like that. Hallelujah. I like the way the place has become very quiet. You can see that the word is, is really hitting people. This is what they have not told you. When you come to the clear revelation, you won't let no man of God will be preaching to you. Stop sinning. Stop sinning. When the, the revelation hit you, you will go before God for strength. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because most of the preachings that we hear on the altar make you look like you can do whatever you want to do. God will bless you. Ah, it doesn't matter what you are doing now. God is going to release his anointing on you. It doesn't matter. You see, when we keep listening to some of these messages, we will not learn. <laughs> yeah, they will add the ha. God is going to bless you, ha. child of God. It doesn't matter. Maybe you fornicated just two minutes ago. Ha. God still says that. Ha. In as much as it is true, if you let this word sink into your heart in the wrong way, you make a mess out of your life. We are all human beings, and because we are human beings, we fall. But the thing is, this is why the Holy Ghost is inside you. When you yield yourself to Him, He will cause you to be strong and deliver you from the hands of the enemy. Don't accept this thing in your heart that end. We are all not perfect. We are all human beings, and definitely mm, the righteous shall fall seven times, but he shall he shall rise. How many times have you fallen? Emoro seven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Mamin kadi wo uchi ni ni nti asiye. Nami doyen. Nami odoyen. Na minim se shebre na odi ato yeso no eso na si etimi edi sa shebre na na mo echi na si ye bibia se de nyankopon peno enemonyam bi wo ho e de mayen na se enemonyam ne be di ka ke urate ansa na ibia kanen na nyankopon so nim se obronsam be na adwen se se enemonyam no o maye nru Inti wo befa kwen biya hasun. Ama ya bra maye basa. Inti. Ni woye ne se. Udi kan shishe emo ja e woye busu emo. Nuwe hunu niye me biya. Iti mi me busu ane bofom. Ibi mo diye ye nsanom. Ibi mo diye ye masem. Ibi mo diye ne se. Obe woba on sheni. Na abe dani amaniye. Inti wo hunsa niye me ya. Nasu wo hunse wo shebre me nyamiya shishe se. Beye ni pati triwa. Obeya masani me ya dedi o wonso abrabom se ne ebeya de bia nyame ahehese bedru no wonu hoda 
bonsama dwene no enye se wo twa ko hell enye na dwene no because ono nko wonim se hell crampo no enye ba bi enipa da ho afebo wa bra ensida bonsam na ya wo se hell ankasa e wo awiye he is aware and he knows that nobody will be in hell forever and ever he knows but adibi na ompe ene se enimunyam ebeke urade ompe ompe nyankopon se nyame benya enimunyam never nyame so ahyehye ne se enam abrabɔ so na onu nyankopon ebenya enimunyam ehe nyankopon timitna se no ahwe wan abrabɔ no di tu ne ho wan hwe me bakiti ko se de na koma si domefa ke se ne de bia why na adwen se wo benante kunkunyem these things god do them a lot into bonsam crampo bowra heaven no yankopon ka chese she wa he ko he me ba job ah job dey meten so anama sorry you god boasts with your life because your life your destiny is god's inheritance if you catch this revelation you will know we don't live our lives anyhow Are you listening to me? There is something precious God is receiving from your destiny. You might not know, but the more you walk with God, He will show you. Se wuhunu sadi enwa, boni ebeye te se di ede bile bile. Hmm. Egu adim se no. Boni will taste like a bit of bitters. I'm telling you. If you don't know that glory in your destiny, sin will taste like Madame Catherine. When you are not even sick, cry, you go and drink it. If you don't know the glory in your destiny that God is receiving, sin will look like trisilicate. The one we used to call Jane. Jane. Timiri, a whole pack. You don't have any stomach upset. <laughs> Hallelujah. God loves you. God, He loves you. Hey, mommy. Hey, sometimes when we go through troubles, I'm telling you, at a certain dimension. It pains God. But where God is standing and his perspective, God is so focused in your growth than just the miracles he will give to you. Are you getting it? Because it is like a child, three months old baby. Who is who has taken a knife and the knife cut him and he began to cry? It pains God. Ah, what is this? God will come and take away the knife, carry the child, and make sure that he 
dresses the wound of the child. But do you, do you know that when the knife is there, the child will definitely go and pick it again? It is our life. But when you grow and you know that that knife actually cut you and you are not supposed to play with it at age four or three, when you see knife, you pass the other side. You will not hurt yourself. So you see, God doesn't love it in a way that you have seen problem has come he has come to redeem you from the problem tomorrow you are going to do the same thing again where well, sir you are not growing god is a good god he's a good god he loves us god loves us god he loves us i'm telling you in fact his entire being is love even his judgment is love this is why i told you when you come into the the very realm of heaven judgment and love look the same can i say something here Do you know that Satan will be thrown into the lake of fire? Do you know that hell and death will also be thrown into the lake of fire? When you hear this, what comes to your mind about God? Does he look wicked to you? Oh, don't don't be afraid. Be honest. Be very honest. Some of you want to say yes, but you're afraid. Be very honest. You have questioned yourself before. God, why should you create this fire that burns a God, a good God, a loving Father like this? Why should you create something that's going to burn people inside? Oh no, like I don't, you have questioned yourself several times. So, by the lake of fire that God has created, that He will burn people in there, Satan and his cohorts, does God look like a loving Father to you? <laughs> Do you know that even the lake of fire is the clear manifestation of God's love towards Satan? If you come to the realm of God and you understand these things, <laughs> love is a liquid fire. Judgment is also a liquid fire. I hope you all know that God is going to judge us according to our works. I hope you all know. 
The question is, what works? You slept with a queer tie, you, you were not supposed to sleep with her, you are judged. That is not the works we are talking about here. The question is, what works are we going to be judged for? The Bible calls them the works of faith. So James said, just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. James chapter 2, verse 26. Just as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. So you see, the works that we do is as a result of the faith we have in Christ. I hope you know that. So we go to villages and we go for evangelism to win souls for the Lord. That is a working. It is a work. And that work we do them because we have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following? So those works are the works of our faith. And they are the works that we are going to be judged for. But the Bible made mention of something. The Bible said faith works by love faith worketh by love in the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 6 so the works of faith that we do it is through love the Bible said for in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision but faith which worketh by love So we have faith in Christ and the works that we do, we do them by love. So all the works that we are doing that we call the works of faith. When God is supposed to judge us, and that word judgment then actually speaks of the reward we are going to receive according to our works. So if God is going to reward us according to our works or judge us according to our works, then those works are supposed to be by love. So the only way God would check and see whether that work you did was actually what he wanted is that he would test the works with love. So he would check your works and see if there is love in that work because your faith works by love. Are you following? And when God, so I said this the other time that love is the litmus test of the works of faith love because we understood in first corinthians 13 people can give themselves to be bent for their brothers and still they will not love their brothers people can give all they have to the poor and still not love the poor so when you come and you say god eh, I, I gave all that i have to the poor it is a work but then we would have to test that work with love we will check if love is inside and the way God would check 
our works with love is that he will pass our works through fire. That fire is the love. So when he passes our works through the fire, what comes out is going to be your reward. Are you getting the picture here? So the fire that God passes our works through in order to give us our reward is love. And that also is judgment. So God's judgment is his love. (laughs) You will not get this until you come before the very presence of the Lord. Every judgment God gives is according to love. And you all know God the true very the whole nature of god is love even including his judgment when we say god is a just god it is inside his love he's a loving father the loving father dimension is not what you think love is hmm. oh amen So God putting Satan into the lake of fire is actually a clear manifestation of his love. And if you really know what the lake of fire stands for, you will not be here using the human understanding of love to question God. How can a loving father bring fire and burn people? Oh, come to the point of God and understand things from his perspective. You will not be questioning those things. If you stay at this your level, you will say things that are abominable things. <laughs> Amen. Somebody's asking, why is it that God even brought Satan to come and worry us like this? They, oh, at this your level, that answer is not for you. You need to rise. When you grow in the things of God, you will know that Satan is a necessary devil. We need him in the, in the plan of God. This thing that I've said, you will not understand it. Because it is actually not supposed to be said. If I, no matter how I say it. <laughs> because if I say it and you understand it literally, you start asking plenty of questions. Man of God, if Satan is necessary now, why is it that God said we should fight him? Why is it that we are praying against him? Why is it that man of God, we don't even understand what you are saying? Don't worry. When you grow, you will understand. Hallelujah. Can you all hear me, please? Good. Amen. Oh my God, we give you praise and we give you glory. Hallelujah. The devil is a bastard. (laughs) 
I wish I can I could take you to some places, but let me um keep quiet because not all of us will understand, and um that one too will not be of much blessing to us if not many of us understand what I'm, I'm saying. So we are going to pause here, and I believe even the little that I shared with you, um, you've you've had some understanding about things. <laughs> wow! God bless you, Mrs. Apple. God bless you. Amen. Let me tell you this: Don't be a religious person. Are you listening to me? Religious people don't question anything. They just say, "Oh, just, this, this is this, this is that. That is all." They, they, don't, they don't question. No, 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 no. If you want to know God, we ask questions. But the issue is this: every question you ask has an answer, but the answers are at their levels or their realms. Are you following? For you to now understand the answer, you need to come to the level of the answer. If you stay at the basic level, you will never understand the answer to that question. Many of us, when we were in nursery, began to question why three plus three is six. We did not get it. But we never got the answer. We never they will tell you it is six, but you will never understand it at your level. But when we grew and we entered into class one and they started teaching us operational science, divisional science, this, 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 we now got the answer. Oh I see. So this is the reason why three plus three is six. Oh okay. You see. Now, when you got that answer, somebody in the nursery class was also asking. You wanted to teach the person what you now know, but the person was not getting it. The only thing you could say was that when you grow to this level, you will understand. When the person also got to class one, she understood. What is happening? The answers to most of the questions we are asking are at certain levels. If we don't grow to those levels, we will never understand them. Why did God even make Satan to come and worry us? I can tell you, you will still not understand. Until you get to the level where understanding is, then that answer will be life in your heart. That is the reason why. God will tell you, stop questioning yourself about a whole lot of things. Even if you ask a question, make sure you stretch yourself to the realm where the answer is. Because if you stay at that basic level, you will never get the answer. So God tells us to keep pushing. He has given us what we are supposed to do. Do it. And when you do these things, you will get to the level where the answer is. But we have decided not to do what God has asked us to do, but rather sitting at our basic level and still question things. 
Are, are you listening to me? So your father was traveling and he said, there is a certain glass on the center table. If you touch it, it will fall. And when it falls, it will be broken and it will cut you. Please don't touch it. Now, you went close to the glass, you touched it, it fell. It got broken and some of the broken pieces cut your skin. And blood came out. Now, when God, your father, came, you were, he told you, I know you have cut yourself with this thing. This is what I'm telling you. There is another cup in the living room with water inside. Go for it. You said no, you won't go for that cup. You kept on asking your father why is it that you know that when i pick the cup it will it will break and it will cut me and you put it there why answer me now <laughs> but your father still told you go to the room there is a glass of water there go and pick it and drink anything you tell your father he said no go and pick the other one now you kept asking, why is it that you knew that this will cut me and you still put it there? That's what many of us have become. So the one that will listen to the father and start the journey to the bedroom to go and pick the glass of water to drink, whilst he's going on his way, when he enters into the bedroom, an understanding will hit him. By the time he picks the glass of water to drink, he will know the reason why that glass was first put on the center table. So what are we supposed to do? Obey the instructions of God. Grow thereby. It is not your responsibility to be asking certain things now and seeking answers at that level. You will not get them. That is what a lot of men of God, when they are not getting there, they say, God cannot be understood. God, he cannot be. No, 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 no. We don't say that. There are levels of understanding in God. That is why certain things you did not have answers to last year. When you joined this platform, you have a lot of answers to them. You said God, is, God cannot be understood last year, but now you say, mm, I've understood God on this side. There are levels in answers and in understanding. When you stand at a place and you don't have the answer, move further. You will get the answer at a certain point. If you decide you will not move ahead, you will still stay in ignorance. And if care is not taken, your ignorance will create a certain doctrine for you. Because we have heard a lot of things. Some tiny, tiny things that we are supposed to understand because we are not getting the understanding at our level. We said, um, God cannot be understood. Oh, hmm. God, he cannot be understood. Meanwhile, there are understandings in that. When you go and you hear a man of God saying something, you say, ah, oh, so this is why this big, oh, wow, I see. 
Meanwhile, you use that same lack of understanding of that thing to say God cannot be understood. Exactly. At this your level, if you want to understand why God made Satan, at this your level, you might not get it now. Are you listening to me? But what has God told you? He said, yield to the Holy Ghost. Let him lead you. Because as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. Once you put that question on hold and you begin to yield yourself to the Holy Ghost, by the time you realize, the answer to the question you ask will hit you at a certain level. And you will know that the leading of the Spirit is key to the answers of many questions that we are asking. If you sit down waiting for the answer, you, it will not come. It, indeed, God works in mysterious ways. It is true. Indeed, God works in mysterious ways. But do you know that not all people see some workings of God as a mystery? <laughs> I hope you know what I'm talking about. Can you all hear me, please? So you see, a woman that was without womb, God, she conceived and gave birth. It is a mystery. We don't understand it. How? Meanwhile, the man of God that laid hands on the woman to carry the womb knew how it happened. He, God opened his eyes. He saw an angel fixing a womb inside the woman and how the angel placed a baby girl inside the womb and now the, so you see it is a mystery to you but it is not to that man of god why because of the levels that both of you are operating from no wonder the children of israel knew the acts of god but moses knew the ways of god we all saw that the red sea parted into two wow but Moses knew what actually happened. In fact, when all the children of Israel were passing through the Red Sea that was parted, they did not even know what was happening to them. They were just passing. But Paul came to tell us in 1 Corinthians 10 that when the children of Israel were passing through the, the Red Sea that was parted, they were actually being baptized unto Moses. Where did this guy get this understanding from? Hallelujah. Let us grow, people of God. Let us grow. Are you following? We need to grow. How do we grow spiritually? How do we grow spiritually? Let me give you the first key. If you want to grow, I beg you, take note of this. First, 
understand how we say why and how we serve God. Are you listening to me? We don't serve God for things. If that is your mentality, you would never grow in the spirit. <laughs> don't be like those who come to church only for miracles. We serve God because our destiny is connected to God. Without God, nothing is. So we are actually on a journey to God. Want to really know the God that made us. We are on a journey. To know God. Now, this knowledge of God is not an information that we put in our brains. You will forget. So David made the statement. He said, "Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you." We hide God's word in our hearts. How do you hide the word of God in your heart? Through meditation. You see, we have a long way to go, people of God. We have a long way to go. The foundation of our Christianity is shaking. Some of us don't even know why we are Christians. We just we are just part of it. Our mothers were Methodist people and were born into the Methodist church. And we don't even know what actually is happening in church. Just say It's serious. It's very serious. Because we have been going to church for the past 15 years. We have not grown in the Lord. 15 years. Every day we come and preach a sermon. Still we don't know God. What is happening? Like what is going on? We have a lot of apostles, a lot of prophets. There's a plenty men of God. Still, we don't know God. Because you only listen to messages that you feel good about. God is going to open greater doors for you. Somebody has came to tell these are beautiful things. These are beautiful things. Hey, if you understand even that prophecy will end, it should let you know that <laughs> there is something higher in God. Pro- prophecy that somebody is telling you, ah, this and this is going to happen. This, this. The Bible said, if it is prophecy, it shall pass away. Hey! So what then actually is God's heartbeat? Oh, where are they? We have a long way to go, people of God. We have a long way to go. Some of you may listen to what I'm about to say. 
some of you, if you continue to stay power in the church you find yourself, forget about growth. That church that you are attending, if you continue to stay there, you will never grow in the Lord. <clears throat> in fact, it is what some of the churches are the reasons why we have not grown. I'm telling you, telling you point blank. Somebody said, Can you jump into Sebi? You see, when we're, we're growing up in, in the things of God, she said, no, you never even saw your pastor saying, I had an encounter with the Lord Jesus and he told me this and that and that and that there will be a certain hunger in the youth to also have encounters with the Lord. They are studying the scriptures, they are praying, they want, and Jesus will reveal himself to people. They've been sorry, they more they only thing you want to be hearing. How will you grow? How will you grow? They make you look like God is somewhere. Then we are forcing. Oh, what day? What day? Go and look at what the Bible will read in people saw God. People saw Jesus. Tambay Bukakrakasu Motrum and Anam. Now the doctrines need boom boom just a wooden me. My son said about it. It's painful, very painful, very, very painful. I'm telling you, when people have encounters with the Lord Jesus and they are talking about them, the same men of God will start pointing hands. Hey, 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 hey. Don't come and bring any kind of this thing here. What Jesus gave to us is the Bible, and that is all. Anything that is not in the Bible, it's Amen. Go and look at some. You just read the Bible. Go and read the Bible. Acts of the Apostles. Go and read. Go and read. How Philip will finish preaching, the Holy Ghost will carry him physically. And he will disappear and appear in a different town to go and preach. People that have come to a point of knowing God, God, the creator of the universe. If it is not in your heart to know the Lord, you have not started the journey of spirituality. You can even be a prophet. Mm. You can even be a pa- People are preaching things they don't know. That's why there's a certain verse in the Quran. I love it. <laughs> I love it. A verse in the Quran. God, according to the Quran, Allah was speaking to the people through Muhammad. 
And Allah said, If you don't know me, don't save me. Save me because you know me. I remember when I was reading the Quran and I met that verse, it hit me and said, Jesus. May God have mercy on us. Somebody said, Papa, please, this Christmas, thing, a certain friend of mine was arguing with me that if Christmas is not in the Bible, then why do we use phone? Because phone is not in the Bible. Ah, ah. Look at, look at, let me keep quiet. Me and Sampo, on for Christmas. Mm. <laughs> I don't have time for some of these. Amen. May the Lord help us. People of God, I beg you. If you are in this world and your marriage is more important to you than God, you have a problem. Hmm. Uh-huh. Anything you love more than God, you have a problem. Please, God willing, this evening we are still on the seven churches of the book of Revelation. And um, we are going to talk about the next church, which is the church of Smyrna. Hallelujah. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Hmm? When it is mega one way from the Lord, you have a deeper life. <laughs> Hallelujah. May the Lord help us and grant us divine grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Stop typing. And so teachers near your own typing back up. Now, then, what type? Then, what type? Amen. May God help us. God bless you, my son, the prophet prince. God bless you. <laughs> May the Lord increase you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, right after here, I'm going to upload the message. It is just a simple word of advice and you know, a nugget of wisdom um, for the year 2023. The conclusion of the matter is... Love the Lord your God, fear Him, hate evil, receive His grace to overcome sin and fulfill the destiny 
that he has given to you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. This is what I've been praying for. That we all will see the Lord. But it looks like yeah, you focus on the way before from. See, it looks like we are, we are our marriages are much more important to us than knowing the Lord. Well, marriage is good, but if it does not lead you to know God, it is Babel. If anything you have does not lead you to God, it is Babylon. The Lord bless us and keep us strong. Side to our corner. The moment you typed, mm, the angel of the Lord just spoke to me right now. The angel standing on my right hand just spoke to me. And he said, the person you have used her picture here on Podbean is not you. But it's like a younger sister that we need to pray for. I heard a name like Claudia. The Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me that we should release divine covering even over that child's life so that your younger sister, so that whatever God has purpose for her life. Yeah, I heard a name right now the angel mentioned. I hear it like a kiskame or something like that. The angel ministered to me and said I should release his covering even over that young girl's life because there is so much grace on her destiny. And God, that's the same name of the family. The Lord ministered to me and said, this young girl is going to be a great woman. I was permitted even to see the next 13 years of the young girl. And I did not even see her in this nation, Ghana. I saw her moving in a place like Germany. The Spirit of the Lord said to me, This is what he has planned for that young lady. She is going to be a great voice, even to the nations of the world, especially to this nation, Ghana. Every assignment of the enemy that will be against her is hereby aborted and destroyed in the mighty name. Of the Lord Jesus, I call it done. Edu Daniel, there is a prophetic gift on your life, and I'm praying for you this day that that gift will be activated in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the hand of the Lord be strong upon your destiny in Jesus. And the Lord said, From today, your dream patterns have changed in Jesus' precious mighty name. I call it done. Nana, the Lord is ministering to me to tell you, Get ready. For a glorious marital ceremony i see we have entered into next year and around october thereabout i saw a beautiful marriage even happening and the spirit of the lord said to me that i should tell you to get ready your marital door has opened and this door will lead you to fulfill the greatest destiny that god has given to you i declare in the mighty name mm, i saw it written boldly a certain name but the angel is permitting me not to mention and he said don't mention this first name but you can mention the second name so i saw so so and so words elizabeth nyakon and the angel of the lord said to me that you are that elizabeth but i should tell you 
that a glorious marriage ceremony is ahead of you and whatever the lord has purposed for you will surely be made manifest in the mighty name of the lord jesus i call it done kofi sam get ready spiritually the lord ministered to me that whatever must come into your hands that has been delayed is coming into your hands with great speed in the mighty name of the lord jesus i entered a family house and when i got there i saw that there was a family gathering and you were sitting among them and i saw that they were bringing out certain documents and they gave everything to you the spirit of the lord ministered to me I saw on the document a name like John written, and the Lord ministered to me and said, Get ready. Whatever is for you that has been covered for many years has been released even unto you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I call it down. I call it down. Mimi, get ready for God's favor. You are a blessed child, but I see something that has to do with an abdominal issue, like a problem with your abdomen. I see spiritually that you are complaining of your abdomen, and I'm looking at you even lying on a certain hospital bed. And the angel of the Lord said to me, I should pray for you and minister that grace even upon your life so that total healing will locate your destiny in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I don't know who you know that is connected to a breed. I don't know who you know that is connected to a breed, Mimi. But the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me that His grace is locating you. That's where you live. Get ready. God's covering is coming upon your life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I curse every assignment of the enemy against your womb and against your abdomen. You are free in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I call it done. I call it done. Thank you, Holy Ghost. All right, God bless you and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Please, God willing, from tomorrow to Friday, we are starting a three day prayers and fasting experience. And the theme is the God of the 11th hour my goodness you can't afford to miss this apostolic gathering god by the apostolic authority will enforce prophetic decrees that have gone on over our lives in the mighty name of the lord jesus any miracle any testimony that has kept long within those three days strange testimonies will pop up you're going to fire prayer from the very depth of our hearts and God will answer us by fire in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. God bless you and keep all of you strong. Sir Peters, get ready for a new shift even in the assignment God has given to you. There is a prophetic shift that is coming, a new prophetic shift that is coming. Next year is going to be a year where the prophetic will manifest strongly. Get ready in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Lord said he has given the youth of your generation to you. And you raise them in the pure word of God and in the move of the prophetic. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You will do well in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you all and keep all of you strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. If you pledge during the mega one word from the Lord and you have not yet redeemed it, you can do so. The number is 0240 Wow. God bless you, my daughter Francesca. Glorious birthday. On this special day of your life, I pray for you. Wherever your helpers are, 
May God cause you to locate them in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Your story has changed for the best in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Some of you, you pledged because your, your crash was on the platform. So you wanted your crash to know that you are also a spiritual person and you also sow seed. Yo, if you don't want to be moved from wherever you are to Kaswa, obey the voice of God. God bless you and keep all of you strong. Please keep sending in your pot points so that we can get our badge. I think we are at 18,000. 18,000. We have, we have 4,000 to go. So please keep sending in the pot points. Amen. So that I know some of you, you see, people join Lunch prayer fire, and once the fire is burning, they are looking through the fire to find a beloved. Hey, this matter when we enter into next year in the first week, we'll handle it here. Mm. Some of you, lunch prayer fire gave you the platform to enter into a relationship with somebody. Some of you met here on this platform. When you na yebe kamo huwa sem na me adoma yurafi fufuni mwa na wachia idikai no yebe kamo huwa sem na yedi adi ene be tu bebi eda hallelujah and na share adi di ene mnyam ewe Yesu demo so wa hansu na afi na opese uhu ubi na opese one ne nantia. Amen. So why are you say what to say? Lunch prayer fire ladies needed. They are very beautiful. With waba, so be hit and run. Be very careful because when you near bar. You somebody said any and shalom or shalom to everybody. Alright, God bless you. We shall meet at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. God bless you all. Shalom. Bye bye.